name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Gospel passage that we heard for today is well because he's known as the High Priestly Prayer of Jesus. Why? Well, because he's acting as mediator, speaking, praying to the Father on behalf of all of us. And in this prayer between Jesus and the Father, we receive an insight and an understanding as to the meaning of what eternal life is. Jesus said, and this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. So eternal life may seem abstract to us, or when we think of what eternal life is, we might think it's something that's only in the future. Or we, or we hear about this all the time at church, at mass. We know that Christ offers this. But what exactly is it? Well, for one, it's not something that's only to be received in the future. The whole life of Jesus is directed to the goal redeeming and drawing humanity to share in the life of God. Because God is eternal, living outside of time. And if God is the one that's giving us His life, then He is giving us a share in the life that He lives. And Jesus says, Eternal life is that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. It means to know the Father. It means to know the Son. Having knowledge, having understanding, embodying who God is and what we do, now that is eternal life. And how is that made known to us? How can we know who the Father is? How can we know who the Son is? How can we know who Jesus Christ is? Well, that's through the Holy Spirit through the power of the Holy Spirit. So now we see that with eternal life is this Trinitarian understanding, Trinitarian life and love. And we can see the inner life of God and Christ wants us to participate in it. And the Catechism of the Catholic Church says that eternal life is the communion of life and love with the Trinity. Communion of life and love with the Trinity. That's sharing in God's life. But there are things that can break that communion. There are things that can remove us from this life. And what breaks that love, what breaks that communion, it's sin. Sin disrupts it completely. Sin, when we commit it and fall into it, we remove ourselves from the opportunity to have eternal life. When we are too comfortable and unwilling to repent from the evil that we do, this communion is no longer shared with us. This communion that is the life of God. 
we fail to obtain this love, no matter how hard or how much we try to convince ourselves when we are living in sin. As I mentioned before, eternal life is not just about the future. We can be enjoying the fruits of eternal life now. But oftentimes we don't because we're stuck committing the same sins over and over again. But that also means we can repent over and over again. And that means we are trying. That means we are trying to be in communion with the life of God. And when we repent and are forgiven, we are brought back into this communion that is shown in the life of the church. And we can experience this love, can experience this life that God is offering to us. God shares His life with us and He wants us to taste it. He wants us to put our sins aside so that we can receive His communion that He offers. Christ in the Eucharist is uniting Himself to us. There He gives us the gift of eternal life because He gives us the gift of Himself. And when we know and understand who that is that we are receiving, who that person is, then we can know and understand that eternal life is before us now. And that's a cause of much joy, cause of great love. That's something to be thankful for. So we shouldn't run away from Him. We should stop with our sins, and approach God in the Eucharist and ask Him and beg Him to give us understanding, to give us knowledge of Him so that our hearts can be open and pure and loving. Amen.